Welcome to the Financial Health and Wealth Show, heard right here on My Talk every Sunday at 10 a.m. and available to podcast and listen to anytime at mytalk1071.com, keyword wealth. Here to get you on the right path to your financial goals are the mother and daughter team from ClearStep Financial, Carla and Cassandra, with host, Miss Shannon. Yes, we are here. We appreciate you joining us for this edition of the Financial Health and Wealth Show. I am Miss Shannon. Always happy to have my friends come and hang out with us as we help you navigate some of those financial health and wealth roads because we know that they can be kind of twist and turny lately. And there's no straight. No, road. there's no straight. Like and in I, any aspect of our life. Correct. Right? And so just being able to look at those windy roads like, okay, this is a journey that I am capable of taking. Mm-hmm. Or instead of going, oh my gosh, the road seems so much longer because nothing's a straight line. So right. I think that that is a wonderful metaphor for a lot of what we'll be covering today. Also want to remind people as we begin the conversation with my good friend Cassandra Brazier from ClearStep Financial, that's securities and advisory service offered through Harbor Investment Inc., member FINRA, SIPC, and man, windy roads as we move into <laughs> this new season. Because, I mean, I, it, it full-on feels like fall here in uh, the Midwest slash yeah. Minnesota, where we are <laughs> broadcasting yes, from. It does. I hear it's supposed to get a little warmer this week, though. A little bit. A little, a little bit. bit. But so. I was also talking to someone who was saying that in other parts of the country, like in North Carolina even this week, it was like 80 degrees. So I was like, Correct. well, that's not the here for sure <laughs> but i will but take high 50s you know that kind would of thing. be beautiful we take that. That's yes. beautiful fall weather for yes sure. and so if you have any questions that you would like to get your voice into the room we always encourage you to be part of the show the number is 651-641-1071 that's 651-641-1071 because we are going to be talking about some of the information regarding what's going on with not only inflation, but kind of like the cost of living and things that are going on right. that, you know, you do need to kind of take into account because I think we're all, everybody seems to be to the point that you are feeling some of these things and needing to be part of this conversation. Right. And these, the specific cost of living uh, adjustments we're going to talk about are, are the updated numbers that just came out here recently about mm-hmm. different types of plans, different types of retirement accounts that are out there. And then what the new limits are going to be this next year. And so for some of you, we'll, we'll talk about how what the limits are now in yes. case you're one of those people that you really try to save as much as you can. Or maybe you have the ab- ability now because sometimes people really want to save, but they're not in a place currently where they can save as much as they want. But then maybe you're at that point now. Right? Yes. So we talk to people at all different points along their journey or on that path, right? And so it's just a matter of if you're in one of those positions where you have been trying to get as much as you can into certain types of accounts, we'll talk about those limits today and also what they're going to be going to next year. We also want to remind people if they go to clearstepfinancial.com slash events, you can go ahead and sign up for your final webinar of the year, right? That's coming up. It is. Uh, as we're recording, it's going to be yeah. done. Yeah. So jump in. It's one of the most requested and most attended, right? It yes, is. Our, our women and in investing uh, topic is it's just always popular. Right. So I know we uh, we've got it's just it's a fun time. Yes. Um, and we do. We talk about we talk about statistically things that will like more likely impact women. So that's why we do it as a women and in investing. But men are welcome. We, we don't shun anybody. Right. We we're what we welcome anyone who wants the information. Right. So it's just a really good a good webinar. So that's today. It's it's November 12th, 2023. Again, yes. when, whenever you're listening, but if we you're listening in the future, yes. right in a future point in time, <laughs> this it is past. But, so if you are listening in the future, but I'll still also still want to get some advice that you can also go to the website and set up that complimentary consultation. 
anytime. Mm-hmm. And we have a lot of people that are trying to get it in now before the end of the year. But we're also, you know, coming up to the end of the year, we always start our list yes. where people say, I want to talk next year. Um, but I'm not ready yet. So, and if you want to just get that off your plate, just you to can, have it on the calendar, yeah, know that you need you to can, get ready. You can book it now if you want to and have it so that you have a time set and you've reserved your time, or we can reach out to you in the new year and then we can book it then. Right. So, so either yeah, works. It's always nice to have something else remind me to do something because it's amazing how quickly time can get away from you if it's something that you've been meaning to do right yeah that meaning to do list does kind of well, get time rolled just a lot flies, right just that's why like at the dentist they're like okay let's book it six when's your next time in six right? months otherwise yeah. it's gonna You'll fly forget. by yes so it's good to get it booked ahead of time it is right so go ahead and also go to clearstuffinancial.com and you can set that up as well if you go to the my talk tab that's a great way to get in there so that we know for sure that it, you are a my talker we want to make sure that we uh that that we thank you for listening and mm-hmm. for being part of the show it is we we enjoy the my talkers it's it's always a fun conversation and whether we have a virtual talk with people or whether they come into our office in bloomington Either one works. We we just always enjoy that time with all the my talkers. Right. So, so again, that's clearstuffinancial.com slash my talk to set up that complimentary consultation. So when we are um, having this discussion about cost of living adjustments, is it um, is this for people who are in a particular point in their retirement or I'm sorry, their investing and savings journey? Or is this uh, here's where it is? Regardless, and we're going to look at the buckets that way. Yep, it's that's more of what it is. The the latter. It's okay. They every year the mm-hmm. I'll put in quotes right the yes. powers that be right. will tell us at some point in time before the next year they'll tell us what the new uh, limits are going to be and stipulations are surrounding all these various different types of retirement accounts. We're going to cover the most popular ones. Certainly, there's there's a lot more that are out there. So when we sit down with people, if we think that there's Either that you have a one-off or if a one-off would be appropriate, we'll dig into that at that time. But we we try to cover the ones that are at least most applicable to the majority of people with our limited amount of time that we have. And I have a question that I feel like... I don't think I've brought this up before. Now, we talk about a a little bit, a little bit. That's why I told you I don't think I brought it up. And so you may have an answer. You may have to get back to me on this. So when we discuss these limits, because we've talked about them before and said, here's what you can do. And then you have there's workarounds if you already hit the limit. Right. What happens to you? If you go above the limit. Oh, that's a good question. Yeah. See, because I'm like, I don't think I've asked you that before, but I'm just curious. Like, is there a penalty? Do you get a slap on the wrist? Like, what happens? They show up at your front door. And then they take your... (laughs) No. No. (laughs) They take your favorite houseplant because you did something wrong. Like, what do they do? So... No, they, you basically have to take out excess. Okay. So there's, um, and this would apply to like if you have uh, an IRA or if you have a Roth IRA and you've added... Um, more than what the limit is for your age and so forth. Or or what could happen, too, is if potentially your income was over the limit and you, you directly were contributing to a Roth or an IRA, and then you realize then when you do your taxes, oh, our income was too high, and so you may need to also back that out. So there are, 
they will allow you to back it out. You don't necessarily, you don't have penalties to back it out. That's what I want. But you have to back it out, yes. basically. They so will w- still only allow you to put in what the limits are. Because I know that you're a financial advisor, not a tax advisor, but there's right. it's different. There's a different thing versus a penalty if you make a mistake on your taxes and they might come at you later and go, oh, no, that was illegal or something. It's yeah. not like that. It's more of the, this is the limit. This is the guideline. So you yeah. have to fall back in line with the, rec- I'm sorry, the information that we're going to give today. Yeah. Fair enough. Yep. Thank you for sharing that. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Gotcha. See, that wasn't that bad. No, was no, it? no. I was like, oh, I know sometimes I give you some questions and you're like, I didn't think about yeah. that this morning. Yeah. What's wrong with you, Shannon? But no, that no. one, I just wondered what happens if you go above this. You still have time to just course correct and go, here's yeah. what I do to be in alignment right. with what these limitations are. Right. So, so again, your tax person would alert you if you mm-hmm. all of a sudden, let's say you were contributing to a Roth or an IRA and then you do your taxes and they say, oh, you were above the limit last year, you got to pull it all out. Or maybe you got to pull some of it out. And then clients reach out to us and let us know that because we don't know your tax person's the one that would know before we would because it all depends on how your taxes fall, right? And your income and so forth. So then then we can course correct for future contributions from that point on. Right. Um, But we can, yeah, we we help get those excess contributions pulled out um, and then move forward with a new plan. In general, as I am looking through the pieces of paper that come to me during tax time when I have to file, which little piece of paper am I looking for now? This one, is it one of my 1099s? Is it something that comes from each thing? What does it normally say? Do we know that? Well, so what... What would alert you again would be where does your adjusted gross income land? Yes. Okay. So that's what would be, that's where a lot of these numbers. Now, again, this doesn't necessarily have to do with can you or can you not contribute to your 401k because that doesn't have those same income parameters. The income parameters that we're talking about really more refer to IRAs have certain income parameters and then Roth IRAs have certain income parameters. Okay. And they're different. And so it's just a matter of looking up what those limits are. And where do you fall based on if you're filing single, if you're filing married? If you're married, filing separately, that yes. is like, for there, I'm sure there, I know there's reasons to do that, but that is like the least favorable <laughs> way to file as far as what you Fair can enough. contribute into and what you get taxed on. Anyway, again, there's there's it makes sense for certain people for certain situations, but it also doesn't, it, it allows you the least amount of uh, of, of ability to have tax breaks in a what? sense or, or favorability. I guess well, you speaking say. of breaks, as we go into our first break, let's just tell everybody what bucket we're going to begin with when we come back. We'll start with probably one of the most common types of retirement plan accounts is 401k. So we're going to start there on where they are today and then where they'll be this next year. You can also be part of the show. You can call us at 651-641-1071. We'll be right back with my friend Cassandra Brazier from Clear Step Financial here on the Financial Health and Wealth Show. Welcome back to the Financial Health and Wealth Show here on My Talk 1071. I'm Miss Shannon here with my friend Cassandra Brazier from Clear Step Financial, reminding you that you can get this episode and previous episodes if you go to our website. Just go to MyTalk1071.com. Use that keyword health and wealth. So today we are health and wealth. And so we are going to start talking about some of the adjustments that were made. And you said we're going to start with our 401k friends. Yeah. Because that's probably the most standard you I think, know, bucket. I think most people, whether you have one or not, you've probably heard of them. Right. Uh, and so maybe you used to have one. Correct. Yeah. yeah. You may still have one out there from an old job. Sometimes people have several. It's like you have a collection. You're right. right. I'm a collector of 401ks. <laughs> like this or Pokemon cards. You right. might as well get these. So it's all good. <laughs> That's right. Uh, yeah. And so I, hopefully it has more value, right? I think so. But some of those cards, they're, they're, hey man, it is if that crazy, may be your investment strategy. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, 
this is yeah if this is what i mean hopefully your retirement uh plan is more than your collectibles right but we can understand that that might be one of the channels and opportunities that you use right. but we're going to use some of our more standard right. retirement Correct. channels yes, and we're we starting are. with 401k we're starting with 401k so i think again most people are familiar even this is the thing that is um newer or mm-hmm. more more recent about 401ks they used to really be a thing that uh, um a more established business might have, even if it's a small business. Yes. But an established business, it has never been, I can't emphasize it enough, easier and and cheap, cheaper. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the best word is, but least expensive, lowest barrier to entry, basically, to start a 401k. So if you're a sole proprietor, if you're an independent contractor out there, you can start a 401k. Okay. And it's not, it used to be, you would write out a check for thousands of dollars. You had to have all this record keeping, all this stuff. You still have to have it, but there's ways now that they've put it in place for to be more advantageous for small businesses and things to get in on either starting up a plan or, or a smaller plan that's like under a million dollars. If you are in that boat, reach out to us because we, and this is something we learned in the last year that's available out there. Plans that don't have attached those high thousands of dollar fees, but that do check all the boxes that can help you to get into that 401k space and get something going. So once you have a 401k as a sole proprietor or a limited uh, an LLC or something like that, does that then still go? You can have these other opportunities. So now you get okay. It, so there's the that, the reason I ask maybe is this and that exactly this, like, that, so right. there's some of those okay there's some of those okay because I just wondered because if you're in a situation like mine where I am a, a solopreneur going does this give me a, an additional channel or should I just stay with the buckets I'm primarily working with and some of those we're going to talk about later yes, in the show we are we're going to talk about those so really like I said part of it will depend on. How much are you willing and able to save? Yes. Because if, if, if you're, again, if you're a solopreneur, right, mm-hmm. and it's just you, so it's really a matter of what are you saving. Mm-hmm. If you have other employees, you do need to keep in mind that you would have to cover them as well with a plan. So you couldn't just, if you have like, let's say you, you have one other employee, mm-hmm. you can't just cover yourself. Right. If okay, they're considered gotcha. an employee. Now, if they're an independent contractor to you, that's totally different. But if you're a small business and you do have employees, now there are certain uh, stipulations you could put on. Like you can say they have to be full time or they have to have worked for X amount of time. There are certain things you can do like that. Right. But then after those things have been met and you can only be so restrictive, there are yes. certain rules. You can't make the rules so complicated you that have they to would work never there 30 years and <laughs> right. then you can start working on the plan. When right? the business has only been around for six months and you're, right. yeah, who knows? Right. Fair so enough. So there, there are certain you can only get so uh, limited, but then, so beyond that, then you do have to cover employees in a sense. But the flip side to that is that there are benefits to the business. Yes. As far as deductions and so forth that are also beneficial to the business. So it can be a way that the business can have some additional deductions and benefits and also benefit employees. Cause those, as we know, and as we've talked about in previous, uh, you know, shows, those are things that that can help keep an employee around exactly. too that they appreciate when they feel appreciated that you're trying to offer some of these things too. Right. So it can be a win-win. Right. Um, and of course, we have our whole financial wellness um, education and, and things that we can bring to the table with 401ks, even if it's a small business. There are there's education and things that we can provide for employees, and we do a customized financial planning for all of the 401k clients and things that we work with. So wonderful. So another option that's out there that you may, because it is newer, maybe you didn't know that it was an option. It might be a good fit for you. So it's again, a great reason to make that call. Mm-hmm. 
So, so with 401ks, the current limits, now we'll talk about 2022 limits. I'm sorry, 23. Gosh. Mm-hmm. What year flying, I know. What year flying, 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 flying. Um, no, literally, when I was when I was uh, typing up notes for the for the show today, I I did type 2022 because I and I thought because it went this went so we quickly. Were, oh, it has. <laughs> I mean, it, 2023. It was does, it seems so new. Anyway, so for the current 2023 limits, if you're 49 years old or under, then what you can put into a 401k this year is 22,500. Okay. So that's the limit. Now, that's kind of the base limit. Now, if you are 50 years old and older, mm-hmm. you can add an additional $7,500. So okay. a total of 30,000. And again, what we do find is that sometimes when people are getting into their 50s and 60s, sometimes that's the time when you're when you are able to and you're making up ground. Right. Right. And so to know what those limits are and what you're able to put into some of those buckets now that's just the overall 401k shell. Okay. You may have a Roth bucket inside of there. You may have some different options that way. So that's that's another conversation and a consideration on where might you put your dollars inside of the 401k cuz you still have that 30 if you're over 50 that 30,000 limit total. Right. And it could so be it's combined. not just because it's called a Roth in that bucket. It's still that general 401k bucket. Correct. Okay. So it's Thank going you. in so that total dollar amount, you can split it up 50-50 Roth 401k, traditional 401k bucket, or whatever percentage you want, but still can't be more than 30 really. Gotcha. Okay. So now that doesn't include your match. Your match can be on top of that. And the match always goes into that traditional bucket. Even if any of your contributions go into your Roth, the match always goes into the traditional bucket. Okay. So, so those are the current then limits. Now, starting in 2024, they're going to increase the limit for people 49 and under by $500, basically. Okay. So up to 23000 So yes. there is an increase, which is good. Um, the catch-up limit will remain that 7500 So if you're 50 or over next year, it'll also remain 7500 You're going to see that as a theme, and that's pretty common. Over the last number of years, they've kind of kept... The catch-up contribution limit similar and just increase kind of that base amount in these different types of plans. Okay. So that's that's pretty common theme that we've seen over the years. But with that $500, if you were already making it to the previous limit, mm-hmm. that might be that you're like, you know what? That's not going to hurt that much if I just go ahead and start bumping it yeah. up to that. So mm-hmm. it might just be, hey, here's an incremental way for you to just start saving more. Right. Okay. It would be very little as far as per paycheck. Right? Yes. You probably wouldn't. Probably, probably wouldn't, wouldn't feel, feel it. it. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. wouldn't notice it. So, but just be aware, right? Be aware because if you're someone who has tried to be maxing that out here in recent years, just know that the the limits are changing starting January one of 2024. Okay. Um, so Especially that, if you had like an auto thing set up, you might as well just bump it up do. already. Yeah, mm-hmm. most people do have auto um, once yes. once set up, right? Because it just comes out of most people's paychecks right. automatically. So, which is good, I think, and that's how your dollar cost averaging too. Mm-hmm. So, and we've talked about that over time yes. and how you can pick up the ups and downs, get things on sale and right. so forth. Right. So go ahead and throw that in there right now. Yeah. So, and this also, by the way, those limits also apply to people who are participating in 403B plans, most 457 plans, and then the federal government's thrift savings plan or TSP plans. So, because we have clients also that, you know, work in certain government positions that it looks and feels like a 401k, but it's not called a 401k. Right. Um, but it has very, very similar rules and, and so forth around it, like those thrift savings plans. And you would know if you were part of that other alphabet soup you of things know, you just said. Yeah, yes. Typically, mm-hmm. you would know because you, it says thrift savings plan, right? Correct. And, mm-hmm. you, and if you work for government entities, then you, you typically know that's what you have. Right. If you're one of those people. So, right. But those are all plans that are having those similar adjustments. And mm-hmm. we'll... 
We'll continue on that. There's a few more things on 401ks, and then we're going to talk about simple IRAs. We're going to get to the IRAs, to the Roth. There's other updates. Right. We also encourage you to be part of the show. You can call us at 651-641-1071. We'll be right back with my friend Cassandra Brazier from Clear Step Financial here on My Talk 1071. Welcome back to the Financial Health and Wealth Show here on My Talk 1071. I'm Miss Shannon here with my friend Cassandra Brazier from Clear Step Financial. Also, it's plenty of time still for you to get your voice into the room. You can call us yeah. at 651 641 1071 because we're going through some of the adjustments that have been made, the cost of living adjustments. And, and I think it's interesting that do cost of living adjustments like this, you said that every year it's the powers that be or every year the powers that be kind of assess whether there's going to be a change every year there could be adjustments and there are there's definitely certain years that certain ones don't get adjusted for a time like sometimes we see time that goes on where you know where they won't increase them for a year or two or a couple years and then all of a sudden they'll increase it again and then maybe they'll increase it again the next year and so part of it it is tied to inflation right where Mm -hmm. it just some of that is all plays into it but I, I don't ultimately I'm not privy to what right. all goes into them deciding and how much. And um, so we just wait for the news to come out and, and then, then go here's, we and we'll help say, disseminate okay, it. Yes, it is, it is okay. what it is. And this is how we can plan moving forward. Fair enough. So it's, um, you know, if, if anyone does know, uh, <laughs> we if, you're, be if you're in those meetings, we would love know. to tell Yeah, tell us how they decide that. Yeah, no. Go to my talk. 1071.com yeah. keyword health and wealth. And send us an email. Yes. Um, so, so with 401ks and by the way too, there it's, um, it's interesting. There's been more, I think there's been a wave of people reaching out to us lately where 401ks is one of their points of, of reason of contact where, mm-hmm. Hey, I've got these 401ks to consolidate, or I have this 401k. I recently left the job. What should I do with it? Or right. wanting to know about 401k topics, which is, I think just with the, with the job market today, with people changing jobs, with the, there have been a lot of shifts, there have yes. been, whether it's been downsizing, people being laid off, whatever it looks like, there's been a lot of people changing jobs. So, so if you're in that boat, that is a reason where a lot of times people will reach out to us, go to clearstepfinancial.com slash my talk, and you can ping us and let us know if you want to talk. And again, we can do that before the end of the year, or we can do it after the new year. So right. either one works. Um, but with 401ks, each plan is ultimately is different. So if you have questions on it, it's it's such a great idea to go through the consultation because we can we can at, tell you the questions to ask. We can make phone calls with you. Yes. Um, or we can help dig in. Sometimes you're we can go right on the to go to somebody yeah. with you and say, oh, OK, so here's what you have. Here are your options. And then it allows you to say, oh, these are my options. What do I want to do now? Right. Right. And so and we can help walk you through. Well, this is what this means. So this would be something maybe to take advantage of, or at least to a degree, or look, here's one of your options. So, And I think it's always, you know, just kind of cool to go back and go to have somebody explain to you what's actually going on in some of these plans. Because yep. I can see why that would have been incredibly helpful for me when I still had one of those those plans. Because, again, I said this last time, I thought I was doing stuff in it. I'm like, oh, I made a bunch of choices, but they could have <laughs> still been all the same. Because I didn't yeah. really know what the meaning was yes. behind it. I was in my 20s. I was just happy I finally had a job that did something. Thing like yeah. that so i'm like neat look i made it pat on the back and right like, but right. was i really maximizing any of it absolutely not <laughs> absolutely well not. you may have been who knows true we don't know though right we you don't know, know back then it well, was one of those you don't know what you don't know until you find <laughs> yeah. out you don't know it i probably wasn't wow. i'm gonna be honest okay. i know a lot better right. now 
there's like eh, it was really just maybe it's unlikely but correct but you may have been but you and, may yeah, have been. I was do- I wasn't doing nothing yeah. I was no, doing something I know. something so that's good. is better than nothing absolutely for sure. I absolutely. mean you have something to show for it right. right so which is awesome yeah at least I had a when I talked to you I'm like I have a thing look right <laughs> <laughs> I brought a thing to you instead of just going let's start all over because I got yeah. nothing so that's great yeah mm-hmm. it is good mm-hmm. so pat yourself on the back for where you are at right, right? give yourself credit um, so let's let's shift then. We've we've got a second here. Yes. We actually have Terry on oh. line one. Oh, oh, Terry. Thank you very much. Sorry, Hi, Terry, Terry. I wasn't looking at that screen. We appreciate you calling. Thanks, Leah. Terry, what's your question for my friend Cassandra? Okay, so um this is um you know, and I be hearing what you're saying about the four oh one and um I you know, I understand all of that. So okay, so my question is to you. All right, um I um I'm in the process of uh, doing um, in addition to my house. Okay, so I got in on the a low interest loan um, at like four percent. Okay, so um, I'm sixty five and I don't plan on retiring until I'm seventy. So I just like to work. But anyway, <laughs> a lot of um, people so, are in the same um, boat here. Yeah. All right, so um, I am going to pay that loan back however when i'm turned when i'm 70 and i retire i would be able to i would be taxed on what i would like to pay the remainder of it off but and then when i retire i'll just be taxed on what my my income is because my income will drop way down then right so is is your loan so what you're saying terry your loan is out of your 401k is that what you're saying um, no, it's out of, it's from a bank, Huntington Bank. Oh, okay, bank. so it's a separate loan. Okay, I wasn't separate sure if you loan. were saying that it's out of, it's a loan from your 401k. Okay, so separate loan. So your question is then on your 401k funds when you pull them out in retirement, is that your question? Right, so then I, you know, I want to pay, you know, maybe I'll have it all paid off, I don't know. But um, I, my thought is, you know, when I turn 70, whatever lump sum is left, mm. Can I then, will that reduce the tax amount that I'm taxed on because my income is lower? If you spend the money on that loan, is that what you mean, Terry? I think I understand your question. So you're saying, let's say you have 10,000 left in the balance of the loan. When you retire, if you were to pull that 10,000 out of your retirement account at that point, you're saying your taxes should be lower. And so is that a good idea? Is that your question? Yeah, because my income will then drop down to, um, you know, whatever I take out of. It, it, okay, so I make about one hundred and fifty thousand a year. Okay. All right. When I retire, you know, it will go down to whatever um, Medicare and um, whatever Social Security. Mm-hmm. So then, my income, total income, will drop down to whatever that is a year versus the hundred and fifty. So, aren't you taxed by when you take out money from your four hundred one? Aren't you taxed on it by what your current income is? Correct. So it depends yeah, on what okay. tax bracket you're in. Um, now, the t- I don't have the tax brackets in front of me, and again, we're not tax yeah, advisors. No, I understand but that. here's what I would say: is that are you now? Are you married or single? Filing single. Okay. So the tax brackets um, for single, I'm trying to remember. I was just looking at this for a client. I think under 44,000, uh, above 44,000 to whatever the upper limit is, 
is like the 22% tax bracket. And we were looking at this just because it really drastically changes from when you're married to when you're single and she just lost her husband, right? So that's shifting for her. Now, for your situation, since you're going to be filing single right along and then still filing single, you may potentially, you I don't know how much, do you know how much income you plan to uh, to live off of once you retire? Well, I have a very, very, very hefty 401. Mm-hmm. And I also have um, funds in Schwab, um, inherit, inheritance, fund, inheritance funds. So, um, so you're not I, sure you know, what you're going to draw take, yet? I so, mean, I, you know, I don't know what I'd really need to live on and so or really what I really question. want to spend. Okay, so you know that's I mean? the question then, Terry. The question would be, because that's one of the first places that we start with people, is what is what kind of income... We look at what are you actually living on today, not necessarily what are you making. What are you living on? What does your lifestyle look like? What are you living on today? And what do we want that to look like in retirement? You may or may not be in a different tax bracket. I guess that's the answer. And I can't answer that without looking at your information further because you may be in the same tax bracket based on what you would want your lifestyle to look like. So if you you want to give Leah your information, Terry, I'm happy to follow up with you and have a call and dig into some of your numbers and then give you some guidance on it. But it would take some more time. Yeah. Yeah. And and that's a good problem to have. So that's cool. So thank you very much for sharing that. I'm just trying to... I would like to figure out the best way. I think you're wise to be asking these questions now, Terry. I really do. Because with some planning, a lot of times you can be in a very good position then once you get to 70, once you get to retirement, and you'll already have all those in place and all your questions answered and have confidence that you're doing the most efficient thing for your taxes and so forth. So I think you're asking the right questions, and I applaud you for that. So, yeah, give Lee your information. I'm happy to follow up with you. Thanks, Terry. And we're almost yeah, we're gonna for calling. We're gonna stay with the phone line. So we appreciate Lynn calling as well. Lynn, thank you for your patience. What's your question for Cassandra? Um, I am retired and I have my forty years in as far as social security is concerned, hmm. but I'm years away from taking anything out of social security. If I find like summer jobs over the next few years, how does that affect Social Security? That's a great, great question, question. So how old are you now? Uh, 58. Oh, okay. Great. So you were able to retire early. Yeah. Good for you. Mm-hmm. Um, so this Thank is you. what I would say. They look at your top 35 income years. Okay. So they look at the top ones. And if, if you just happen to be working part-time or doing some other things now, um, they do... They do make certain assumptions with their calculations. Again, I don't. I'm not going to pretend that I understand um, all their um, all their formulas perfectly, but um, but I know that that they do make certain assumptions that your income is going to stay on a certain track till when you collect Social Security. So if it's not because you're retired early, you know, quote early, um, it may adjust somewhat, but. Having having part time jobs really shouldn't impact it because they look at the top thirty five income earning years, just like your earlier okay. ones. If you only had if or if you had um, you know if you had forty five years of working and let's say your first ten years were really really low from you know just working teenagers and so forth, those don't count. And you know it's the top thirty five. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Okay, so I can feel free to get a summer job just yeah. to get out. 
fun, whatever, adult conversation. Hey, and it's good for your brain. It keeps your brain lubricated. Yes. So, Lynn, why don't we do this? And I also want to encourage Terry to call back just to get her information to Leah. We accidentally dropped her. So, Lynn, if you want. Yes, no problem. So, Lynn, if you want to go ahead and give your information to our producer, we can have Cassandra follow up with you. Terry, go ahead and call us back as well, and Leah will get your information because we're going to go to break now. And when we call back, when we come back, we encourage all of you, you can still get your voice in for the final segment of the show at 651-641-1071. Be right back with the Financial Health and Wealth Show here on My Talk 1071. Welcome back to the Financial Health and Wealth Share here in My Talk 1071. I'm Ms. Shannon here with Cassandra Brazier from ClearStep Financial, encouraging you to be part of the show at 651-641-1071. Cassandra, as we start wrapping up, I mean, it went so quick. As we continue talking about the cost of living adjustments that are going on, I do want to real quick, because you and I are talking about this in the break, uh, say shout out to all of our My Talkers and people that are listening, because I know you get a lot of people that walk up and say that they listen to the show, Mm -hmm. and I get the same thing. So I do want to say thank you and show much gratitude to everybody that listens. And I'm glad that we are giving them information and a resource that they find of value and that it helps them as they are unspooling their financial literacy. Untangling, unspooling, demystifying, whatever whatever you're feeling at that moment. And and we love to hear show topics. So if you have something that is of interest or that you'd love to hear us tackle for you and break Mm -hmm. it down, please let us know. Yes, you you can go to clearstepfinancial.com slash mytalk and you can also get your information in there or we'll remind you at the end how you can email the show from our website here at my talk mm-hmm. so we got a few more things to cover in this last segment and uh, it's always we always it flies by yes so simple IRAs this is a, a smaller segment of people but if you work at a small business or if you are you know if you're an independent business owner sole proprietor sometimes you know small businesses a lot of times might have a simple IRA now what I will say is that in the past where a simple IRA may have been the best option now, potentially a 401k might fit for your situation also because of some of the barriers of entry to 401ks. Um, some lowered. of that have been lowered. So I'll just give that caveat. But if you have a simple IRA plan right now, currently, the current limits for 2023 are 15500 if you're 49 and under, um, and, it, and it will go up to 16000 in 2024. So again, that $500 increase, same here, the catch-up limit for 50 and older if you're 50 and older, it will be 3,500. Okay. So we wanted to cover that for simple IRAs because that does certainly impact a segment of our population who have simple IRA plans. And they're great if you have them because they, they do, um, they do force a match. Yes. So there's only, you you know, an employer has to pick either 3% or 2% non-elective. And again, we're not, I don't want to, we're going to get off on a tangent if we get into those, but, but, and you are allowed to in, in certain circumstances, not have a match just for a short time. But overall, a simple plan will, in a sense, almost always have a match basically. So they still are really nice plans to have. So if it's a plan that you have set up or your employer has set up, um, that's awesome. So it's, it's great that you have that. As we move on to the next bucket, this seems to me of the, the options we have the second most common. Yes. Okay. I would say that as well. So that would be IRAs and Roth IRAs. Yes. And what we're going to talk about is just more of the contribution limits where we don't really have time to get into what are some of the income limits. So that's something that we could certainly talk with you about, or you could certainly look that up too, because that information is very readily available to look at what are the income fate ranges and limits and so forth. Um, so for IRAs and Roth IRAs in 2023, which we're currently in, is 6500 
for those who are 49 and under. And then there's a $1,000 catch-up allowance for those 50 and over. Okay. Just like the other plans we've talked about, that base amount, that 6500 is going to increase by 500 So okay. that new amount will be 7000 in 2024. So but if the catch-up is staying the same. The catch-up is staying the same. So if you are 50 or over... Next year in 2024, you'd be able to add 8,000, which mm-hmm. is the highest it's ever been, right? Because it's just, it's in, only increasing. They've never cool. decreased it, mm-hmm. right? I mean, these started in, Roth started in 1998 at $2,000. And now you can put, you Eight. know, $8,000 in if you're over 50, right? Yeah. So, so that's, that is awesome. It's a, it's a good place to be. And now there are certain stipulations on income. Like I said, we don't have time to get into this. Um, if your spouse, whether they are or not covered, through work. Again, we don't have time to get into all those, but those are all things we look at when we sit down with people. So it's worth encouraging the conversation because there yes. is that change based on cost of living. Yes. So, okay. did in- so that did increase also. Now, again, remember, like we said earlier in the show, if you were someone that was told, okay, you make too much, you can't contribute to a Roth anymore. It's not that you can't contribute to a Roth. It's that you can't directly contribute to a Roth, mm-hmm. which is true. But there are ways still at this point in time that you can contribute in a roundabout way. I'll okay. say. Again, we don't, we're not going to get into all the ins and outs today, but just reach out to us if you have questions on that, because Roths can be a nice bucket to have from a tax diversification standpoint. Does it make sense for everyone across the board? Maybe not, right? But for a lot of people, I think it can make sense. And it's all just a matter of, just having some balance, I think, right. overall and planning for the what ifs. So and then SEP, SEP plans, which, again, are a smaller segment, but there are definitely employers that have SEP plans out mm-hmm. there or simplified employee pensions. It's another type of retirement plan. This one we don't see as often, but it, what's what's different and unique about this one is that it's only a contribution from the employer. OK, the employee does not contribute to it. And that's why it has the word pension, I think, you know, associated with it, where it's not it's not a, an employee type contribution plan. So it's, it's not only a 401k the employer. or those no. things. Yes. No, but it's a nice plan to have where the employer is making all the contributions on your behalf. So is it so, so it's nice? completely it's different so nice. than a match or anything like that? It's they just do it. They and make then... a contribution. They have to make the same percentage contribution based on people's income across the board. Um, so and is it also one of those things that you might a company where you'd have to be vested before you can take it or, or anything could, like that? There could be different rules and, reg, you know, and stipulations around it. Yes. So each plan is, could be different. Mm-hmm. After you leave a company that had one, it can still roll into an IRA just like a simple, now a simple IRA has to have been a simple IRA for two years. Okay. So there's, again, there's all these different stipulations around certain things. This is what has to things. happen to have this event. But go. yeah, but mm-hmm. that's why when we sit down with people, we can look at all these things and say, okay, let's, how, what are your options with this? What are your options with this? How can we help make this the most efficient and make sense and put it into the right buckets for planning purposes, for future income, for all these different what ifs or all these different, you know, s- situations that you may or may not have. So that's where we look at all that. So again, remember, we have our last webinar of the year today. Right now is November 12th, 2023. <laughs> Correct. Tomorrow is November 13th. And we have our Women in Investing webinar. So if you are interested, it's not too late. Go to clearstepfinancial.com slash events and you can register. And we have time to just give people a little, uh, like some of the highlight reel bullet points of what we discuss based upon, um, in that webinar, based upon mm-hmm. some of those, those, those statistics that we have. Yeah, so statistically, women tend to live longer, mm-hmm. right? If you look at any kind of assisted living or nursing homes, it's the majority happen to be women, right? right? So that we know that women just statistically will at some point 
likely be in charge of the finances, whether it's through divorce or whether it's through the death of a spouse or whether they've just chosen to remain single, right? Yes. So there's all these different reasons why women may be in charge of their own finances at some point. And maybe you are today already, right? right? Even in a marriage situation, you might be yeah. um, in charge that, of it. You might so, be the person. Right. Yeah. So um, that's those are a number of things. Women, a lot of times, are caregivers. Um, there's pros and cons to that. You know, I think naturally we we might gravitate towards being caregivers, whether it's to children, whether it's to aging parents, relatives, mm-hmm. parents, aunts, uncles, whatever that might look like. Um, but that takes its toll. And that can be that can be impactful even to our own longevity. Right. Um, and then there's just there's there's a there's a number of other factors anyway. So it, it can be really good information. It can be at least just something to chew on for a little bit. If you want to have a consultation with us, um, we're happy to do that and just go through some different things and ideas and maybe recommendations. You can always go to clearstepfinancial.com slash my talk to get that set up. Uh, but there's it's just some really great information. Right. And I think that it was just good to show throughout today's show that there are so many varieties of plans that are mm-hmm. out there. And that's one of the things that we seem to cover very often is that there's a reason why having a financial advisor to help you navigate some of these things, because it's sometimes hard just to go, well, which thing do I have? (laughs) You know, and maybe I know that I'm doing something, but I'm not sure exactly the mechanisms that fire within each project. I mean, each program that's out there or how to use all the benefits that are available maybe within the plan you have right so as we are going to get uh wrapping up today when we are telling people to go ahead and set up that complimentary consultation what are some of those events that are going on like this cost of living thing what's Mm -hmm. some of the reasons why people might want to make that call well again we mentioned earlier maybe you're changing jobs Mm -hmm. that could be one because that's a moment where if you do have a 401k like our friend terry talked about i have a hefty 401k right you, there are a lot of people out there where they have done the bulk of savings there. So that could be a reason. We've got people that they moved and now, or their income has increased or decreased. Maybe you've sent kids off to school. Maybe you've had grandkids. There's just any number of life-changing events. Right. If you feel like you might be in a place, you probably are. Yes, and so <laughs> you can go ahead and make that contact. It's clearstepfinancial.com slash mytalk. And you can also find this episode and previous episodes if you go to our website, mytalk1071.com, keyword health and wealth.